It's amazing what can happen in the space of a week in football. Budvest Witz can go from first to second, then third. Kepa Aritha Balaga goes from Chelsea villain to hero. And Liverpool, Yemeka, are no longer at the top of the table in England. Uh, my name is Mzawa Moloi. Before I get carried away, you're listening to the Pitch Invasion podcast, the podcast for football tribalists. Hola, Makwaz. I'm sure you must have been uh, irritated on, at the weekend, but uh, laughing when uh, Liverpool... Kalamakwaza and have officially tabled VAR to be in use as of next week. We cannot wait for next season Premier League. We cannot wait. Derbies are decided by incompetent linesmen. We've been costed possibly top four finish. I'm mad. I'm mad. We need VAR now. Well, Emeka Inyadike here. Um, yes, for, for once, not, not sitting on top of the table, but um, you know what I'm saying, we never walk alone. We will be back on top of that table, don't worry. You'll be back. Or what, what, you'll play before City and then they'll take it back. <laughs> don't worry, they, they will lose. <laughs> to who? Don't worry. <laughs> last, week they, last week they got lucky. They got lucky. Oh, okay. Well, before we, we, we head into the happenings in the English, in the Premier League, locally, Absolute Premiership, five positions, position one through five can technically win it. What's going on? I mean, uh, this coach Gavin Hunter saying it's, it's ridiculous how inconsistent things have been. But do we really see it as being inconsistent or is it just it's, it's, it's a good product? You know, what? it's a strange one, because for me, um, you could argue that these are the five most excuse me, consistent teams uh, in the league. The yeah. fact that there's a five-way uh, horse race, you mm. know, whereas the others haven't really, you know, featured much. I mean, we, the five teams now, maybe you could add Bulukwana City in there because, you know, they were in the mix at some point mm. and, you know, <laughs> Panthers' chance, you know, they could also win the league, but, you and know, that's highly, they've got a game highly, in hand. highly unlikely and they have a, a game, game in hand. hand. But, they win, I mean, they win it, they get, they get 35 points and that puts them in, in a very strong position. In a very strong position. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's you could add a sixth team in there. So, I don't want to say, you can make a case for both. You know, I said this on um, uh, Soccer Latuma last weekend. You know, I said that there is a strong case for both uh, arguments that, yeah. you know, on one hand, teams have been inconsistent. You know, you look at the teams at the bottom, especially, I mean, Amazulu started off with a minus point. Yeah. He started off on minus points, but then somehow Maritzburg are the ones at the bottom of the table. And you look at the top and you can say, well, well, you know, the teams that are up there, the top six, they've been the most consistent. And even though they've been consistent, they've had patches of inconsistency. Yeah. I mean, Supersport, at the start of the season, I'm sure everybody thought Supersport, you know, were strong title mm-hmm. favorites. And then, you know, there went a period where they faded out. So too did Pirates. So too did Vitz. So, you know, for me, it's interesting. This is what you want. I mean, I actually want to see this anarchy. I want to see this carnage. I want to see, you know, so the you want P- end of days. I, I want the PSL bosses to literally have a situation whereby <laughs> there's a trophy floating in the middle of the of <laughs> our the country last the and they don't know where <laughs> this helicopter has to land. And, you know, it could either be landing somewhere in Pretoria, in Johannesburg. No, I think, you know, I, I think that's I, what I want. I, think I actually use, want that. They'll, they'll have to use drones. Helicopters can't do it that fast. I, and if you ask me, yes, I think this... This this season has really given us, you know, a little bit of what we we've always wanted. Not this a change. situation where where there's one team dominant. I mean, mm. for a long time, Bitvest were were on top, and then it seemed like maybe Mamelodi Sundowns because they had games in hand would be the team to run away with it. But even they have been inconsistent. Mm. You know, they they win one week and then you expect them to to go and close the game. They get a they get a draw. They lose at at home to Amazulu, and then now suddenly Pirates, um, who seemed like the the, the team that you know was on the rise, but suddenly had this dip, um, have found their favor. Maybe because I visited Orlando. <laughs> you know, you know, ever since I, be, I went there, they, they, they've, they've been, performing. 
performing and now they're they're within a shot and you know something very very uh strange is the fact that you know Orlando Paris actually looks like the team that might surprise everyone in this in this um title race mm. because they they you know they, they seem to have found something uh from that game against Amazulu yeah uh which kind of lifted their their spirit because I've never seen them play um with that kind of fervor. you said last time they're playing it's only playing like champions exactly they okay. played they played like like they really had some I mean to even prove. in the game uh, against Golden Arrows I mean you look at the, the amount of draws that Sundowns had you know part of those draws was simply because they couldn't shut out the other team yeah. parents go to you know a hostile place there in Lamontville yeah. and it's not easy going away from there with no. any result and yes. they, they you know they come out there 1-0 winners and you know that's testimony that you know they are able to close out games with defense and that's possibly been Sundowns problems in the last five games I think they've drawn four of the last five where you know they've either taken the lead or they just haven't managed to go to the next gear to you know ascend to a second third fourth mm-hmm. goal so i think pirates are showing us that you know what they can win big and at the same time they can do just enough to shut out the team to close the door to make sure that they go home one no winners if necessary so now we've got a situation where it's well what about eight games to go until the end of the season so you've got sundowns pirates vits cape town city and supersport united in that order who are the top five who of those five teams has got the better running going into pretty much the, the the climax of the season because you see a team like uh Cape Town City they still have to play they're playing Sundowns again right yes mm-hmm. which is I mean yeah, I, Sundowns I you, Chiefs yeah I, I did say last week that I thought if there was one team that would determine the, the title it was it was Cape Town um, City and yeah. you saw, saw them you know that come at goal oh. for some for some weird reason they always seem to to know how to beat uh, beat versus Vicks. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, the last time I went to Bidvest Cape, um, Cape Town game, mm. I met both Benny and and, mm. and uh, Gavin just before we started the game uh, um, in the tunnel. And I kept saying to them, like, no, gentlemen, what is it about these games? And, and there's maybe there's like, there's like the extra uh, motivation because mm. Benny and and uh, and Gavin's path crossed in the early stages of his yeah. career in Cape Town before seven stars. Several stars, yes. And then he said something, um, you know, that, you know, just definitely, um, you know, he feels always proud to play up against um, Gavin. Against Gavin, yeah. And then one thing also, you know, they were down. And then, they, you know, he said, I don't know what he said, he said to the, to the players at halftime. And they just came back and, 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 and got something out of that game. So really uh, credit to, to, to them. If they can keep, keep up with that, then... Um, definitely, they they, they they might not win it, but they, but they, they definitely look they, like they, they probably look like yeah, look like they could, they could get into a position where they they get one of those Africa slots. Hmm. I tell you what, the, uh, a team that could really like throw a span in the works is uh, Black Leopards because <laughs> believe it or not, Black Leopards have to play Pirates, they have to play Bidvest Vits. And they have to play Cape Town City. So before you know it, Black Leopards could determine, you know, where this fate, you know, the fate of the title goes. Because like you saw, you know, they beat Vits in the NetBank Cup. They beat Pirates. So, you know, they don't fear those teams, uh, you know. They almost beat Vits in the NetBank Cup. Uh, Sorry, they almost almost beat Vits. So, you know, and Vits needed extra time and so forth. So, you know, it shows that, you know, a team like Black Leopards can really be party spoilers. And they also have invested interests as well. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the new coach having come in this year, you know, also wants to push maybe for, you know, a top four, top five, you know, possible finish. 
top eight, obviously. Tell you what, you want Stuart Baxter to go up the N1 and, uh, and visit his team. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, a team like Black Leopards, out of the blue, can also come in and, and, and uh, spoil the party. But, you know, to answer the question specifically, I, I still favor Pirates, to be honest to you. Um, surprise, surprise. But, <laughs> you know, I, like Amika said, the style of football that they're playing, the sort of football that, they, you know, they're going for it. Yeah. They want it. I was a bit disappointed in Sundowns. Um, you know, the last week where, you know, they had the, the man, I'm um, sorry, Vitz, um, you know, they had the man advantage and they never pressed on mm. to get that second or third. And, it, you know, that man advantage didn't seem like encountered no. much. And I'm thinking, you know, you're at home, you know, there's a title on the line. You're playing the team that's, you know, you should have won that game. Yeah. So that sort of showed that there's a bit of nervousness also on Vitz side. You yeah. know, they, they didn't go gung-ho to go beat Sundowns. And even with Sundowns, I mean, they've had games in hand, but they've drawn all those games in net. So. Yeah, uh, listen, I, I always, like three, I, 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 I always tell, I always tell you, last couple of games. game in hand is not in... I want to see... Rather, give me my games, let me play them and, and get my, yeah. My, yeah. my scores. Because every time you say you have a game in hand, you have a lot of pressure because, you know, it, it doesn't... You still have to play those games. Mm. And then you have to play... Not guaranteed. Con- continental games, you have to play other games. You know, if you're still in the cup, you have to play in the cup. So... Um, better get as many games as you can out of the way mm-hmm. and get the points. Mm. Then you know you can you can worry less. I mean, the other thing you also have to consider is that you know a lot of these teams still have to play each other. I mean, Pirates still have to play Vitz and Sundowns. Cape Town City still have to play Pirates, and then you know uh, Sundowns, Sundowns again. They have to play Pulukwane City, who's you know a dark, dark, dark horse. Yeah. And they still have to play Kaiser Chiefs, and then you're looking at Bidvis Vitz, who still have to play, like I said, Pirates, Black Leopards, and Super Sports. So it's not going to be easy for any of these mm-hmm. teams. And we literally could be going down to the last day. Like I said, I, I I'm praying for that last day where we, you know we need like four TV sets in our houses, yeah. and you know the, the, you have to look at it'll this be a long score time. here. It's been a long that, time. I think I, we have to go back to like 2011 or so. It's been a while yeah, since I remember yeah, like, that, like that, three, that, that swallows. Uh, Swallows yeah. versus Pirates and um, oh yeah, oh, that was limitation. Now I'm actually thinking about this second last game of Pirates' run. Um, Cape Town City against Pirates. Pirates on the road. I don't know if I trust. I don't Orlando think Pirates, Pirates have on the road. Cape Town City in Cape Town mm. since they've been no. reformed as Cape Town yeah. City. No. So that's going to be an interesting game. And you know, Pirates actually lost the title last year, if you remember, at Cape Town City. Yeah. You know, with that loss. So. It's not going to be easy for them there. But I mean, you know, one will have to see, you know, with a team like Pirates and Sundowns, they've got continental football. And like I said, you know, a, a few weeks ago, Sundowns have that luxury of, you know, if they want, they can just play Anthony Lafour and Brocky <laughs> and all these guys that are just sitting there. <laughs> they're there, played, you know right? I mean? They're there. I was like looking, right? at, looking at that, exactly, that, uh, that squad. Exactly, whereas Pirates' squad is quite thin. You know, they can't afford to, you know, not play their strongest mm. squad because, I mean, they also still want to push for that uh, continental... Um, you know, charge. Yeah. I mean, why would you want to say, okay, let's drop the PSL and go for, you know, CAF or vice versa? You wouldn't want to do that. You're in full front for both. You might as well give it 100% for both. I'll tell you, the, winning the Premier League title is is, is going to be the best thing for any of those teams and winning, winning in Africa. Mm. You know what, Amika? I, I think I, I beg to differ and I'll tell you why. Having two stars is better than having one. <laughs> so, <laughs> for me, you know, that would then I'll, set them up. I'll, give you, I'll I, give you that. I mean, there's some top African teams that only have one star, you know. So, so seven, yeah, yeah you know. Well, you hey. know, but if you add a second, yeah, you know, something. that's that's two more than Kaiser Chiefs, by the way. So, you know, why, <laughs> why, why wouldn't you want to go push? For I think a second? I think Alali probably has like twins. <laughs> you know. Now, uh, speaking of stars, we're going to move off the 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 club front because. Lo and behold, at the end, cl- close to the end of this month, we've got Bafana Bafana against Libya in 
in the north of Africa, not in Libya, obviously, because of because of a war situation there. And Bafana Bafana have to win this game. Have to, have to win this game or else we're not going. And you look at the officiating that CAF has put out for this game. You have at least four Moroccans, an Egyptian, an Algerian, and one referee from Rwanda. Is this going to be against Bafana Bafana or is just a case of guys they just they couldn't they couldn't pay for a guy from Zambia and the and Mauritius to come through is, is or are we looking too much into this no I think I think we shouldn't look too much into it I think uh you know look calf is calf they they always confound you with their um decisions sometimes uh, but I think to large extent it might have to do with uh with cost because I see a lot of times you will find a referee from from the region but not and look Bafana needs to, to go there and uh, win. A draw will take them to the to the Afghan. They've got to just look at what Nigeria. Please did. stop saying a draw. Listen, no, please. Like, listen, no, listen, no. listen, listen. Three listen, points or go home. They must understand. Nigeria needed a draw to qualify. Yeah. They came here and yes, they scored. Bafana equalized. They they knew what they had to get. But, but the Amica, they, they they still had other games. After I know. I agree. But Bafana, uh, this is it. This is the final. That's the, that's the reason. That's the reason why. Amica, why look, when was the last time Bafana won a game? Well, they, they, they have to go there with the mindset to win. But Libya away will be will be tough, and hostile crowd and everything. What can, they have to do? If, can we, sorry, if they get to, just watch one second. If they get to a point where where they, they see that they can get a draw, can, mm. can, uh, um, they, they should play for it. Can we just, uh, if we can, on the next show, if we can get the Minister of Transport and Foreign Affairs and our President, if we can get him on the show and say, Minister, could you do something and at least get 10,000 guys that have passports, you know, up there and we're going to need those fans. There's no way you sure you they have, came on this Are you sure you have 10,000 Minister fans, of Home fans Affairs, pa- hello, Minister of Transport, if you're listening, right? Do you can have 10,000 10, 10, fans with passports, my friend? Okay, okay I'm one of them. You can get <laughs> I'm one. On. I'm one. There I'm we one. go, right? I'm there one. There we go, right? Can we get at least some 5,000 fans? I don't know. Find a way to get... There's no way in a game of this magnitude we don't have at least a presence in the stadium because they will need more than just support, you know, from the technical team. I mean, can you imagine, you know, the, the Libyan fans... Will, Libya will have fans. They will have fans. They will have fans. Because yeah. it's, it's facts as well as that in Tunisia, right? So somewhere there, you know. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I think maybe this is an opportun- like an opportune moment where... You know, we we can come together and say, look, um, even if we send 500 guys, it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter. The cameraman must find someone in yellow. Find somebody in yellow. Get 500 guys or, or better, right? Get three people from everybody in that technical team, Bafana nah, players, find, right? Find and out. they must pay for them, get them to the stadium and get them to support. Because I think that environment is going to be so hostile. Find all the They're black, gonna need find to all the black people. Gonna all the black fans. people in... Uh, so in, to me, honestly, my biggest Tunisia. worry is that that environment... And give them yellow shirts. The game, that environment is just going to, I think, overwhelm the guys because mm. there's a lot to play for. It's essentially a final. And to have absolutely nobody in the stadium cheering you on, massive massive difference mm. sure so Bafana Bafana we uh, will we'll try and make a plan but try still win the game guys. yeah Come win, win, the, win listen, the game I, I don't want to see pictures of you on the is there beach there in Spectre? no there's no, no beach <laughs> thank God. goodness there's no beach in Spectre, right I don't want to see you sightseeing you know in, in the, the there's nothing to there. see there there's nothing to just, see just green grass and, and that Good. and that pitch it's not the, the old city of Cartage my friend uh, uh, <laughs> you are listening to the Pitch Invasion podcast the podcast for football travelists so we're going to skip over to England where Everton... Where Liverpool are second. 
when they had a 10 point lead Everton's revenge Jordan Pickford goes from a, a villain in December to a hero in March Emeka No 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 okay sorry you wait you you got to rephrase it No sorry wait, you went from a villain Mo Salah has <laughs> gone from an goal machine right to just you know I don't know I don't know just a spanner all of a sudden <laughs> right last year or even Three months ago, yeah. Mo Salah was burying those. Yeah. Right? So I think the question is, what's happened to Mo Salah? I, I don't think anything happened to Mo Salah. Look, um, Mo Salah had two chances. He didn't score. Fabinho had another chance. I, I could have fallen to someone someone um, with, with an eye for goal. But he was a great uh, tackle. He controlled and, and then I don't know what happened. He, all he had to do was sometimes he could even volley first time. Um, he needed. Yeah, but it, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know, Fabinho did, did the Fabinho. Yeah, he's not a striker. So, um, look, it's what it is. It's 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 a derby, and you know, with derbies come all kinds of uh, possibilities. And a draw. I mean, Everton played for pride more than anything else. And I, but I did you hear this, the the excuses though? They came from your from your guy Klopp talking about the wind, talking about the weather. But that's not I the mean, first time he's done that. Like, well, has this look, habit of blaming uh, look, um, sunshine. You know, that really have nothing. <laughs> a lot happens that, that that we don't see when we when we watch from here. Sometimes yeah. even the the pitch um, condition can affect uh, the flow of a game. But um, no excuses. Liverpool are second. Um, you know the the issue of whether whether Man City would drop points. We know from this season, this is a crazy season where, you know, both teams might still drop a lot of points. And yes, Spurs are probably... Burnley is coming. Spurs are probably out of, out of it. But don't forget, Man, Man City has still has to play Man United, who for me, I they think... They still have to been, play Spurs? Has been the... the yeah, they've the, the, the been, for me, the, the, the form, form team of the second half of the season. And, um, you know, it's it can go either way. Um, but maybe not being top might be a blessing for them because I, I, they haven't handled the pressure of being top of the of the table very well. Can I quote... Can, when was being second ever? May I please no, quote a certain gentleman who was fired because Liverpool beat him in December. Uh, Jose Mourinho on TV said, Liverpool have to play two matches every weekend now going forward. It's their match and City's match. And he says, that's going to take the energy out of this, out, out of this chase. And Jurgen Klopp said he prefers to chase, but... And he said, some, said something about who wants to lead in March. I'm like, hands up. I'd like to lead in March. No, you see, l- listen, I, I think here's the problem uh, with Liverpool, right? Again, I'm going to keep saying this for all our loyal listeners. If you don't have a number nine that's banging in goals, right? You can say goodbye to Santa because you are not going to win the league title. Roberto Firmino, honestly, and that game, you know, on the weekend to me, showed me the difference between Man City and Everybody Liverpool, else. right? And you could argue that, you know, um, Man United, I'm going to throw Man United in a strange way, right? And I'm going to throw uh, Tottenham, right, in a strange way, right? Because I know those, the latter two teams aren't in the title race. But hear my point, okay? Roberto Firmino wears number nine. He's the number nine. When Salah has been stopped and Mane has been stopped and the well is dry, somebody has to step up. And Roberto Firmino just has not cut it this season. And he could possibly be the reason why Liverpool don't win. For years, Liverpool was a goalkeeper. They got a goalkeeper. It was a defender. They got a defender. Now, it turns out that it's actually a striker because Salah had a fantastic season. But everybody thought Salah was messy and he's not, right? And this season, honestly, Salah has provided goals. He's still up there amongst the top scorers. But there's just been no help in the middle. Manchester City win last week's game. 1-0, 
Okay, they've won a number of games this season, 1-0. Off the back of, you know, uh, I know it wasn't Aguero, but, you know, Aguero um, um, being on target. Mm. You saw with Manchester United, the number nine stepped up and scored goals. The Manchester derby, okay, Ramsey's not a number nine, but, you know, Harry Kane was yeah. a penalty, but and he stepped it, up yeah. and scored. So your number nine still has to, con- you know, contribute significantly. And Liverpool's number nine, I'm sorry, guys, he's let them down big time and that is why I fear they might not when is the case they don't have enough number nines because it seems like literally they've they've pretty much cashed in on him because you and, well, and because Sturridge and Origi aren't necessarily playing match day in I, game I, in game I wouldn't out. say they are number nines, but yeah. the point that I'm making is that Roberto Sturridge Firmino, would, right, is part of that trio, yeah. right, of uh, Salah, mm. Mane, and Firmino, right. The other two guys you saw last weekend, Mane put in a shift, right, and Salah's been doing that all season. And Van Dijk, the 70 million pound guy, is living up to his money. Well done, Allison, by the way. Allison, right, yeah. made a save against United that, you know, uh, no, against no, Lingard, no, right? No, no, so he's, he's earned his money, yeah. right? Trent Alexander-Arnold and, and so forth. Everybody at Liverpool way, is Trent, earning their money. Trent, 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 Trent Alexander-Arnold got to keep the, the match ball from, from the Watford game because he, he provided three assists. Aish. That was the first time I was hearing that. Now, yeah. let, let me ask this question, guys. Let me just, before we move away from, from Liverpool, if the Reds don't win, let's say they don't win the Premier League this season, are you over or under them winning it within the next three seasons? Are you are you I, for that they I, can win it? I, no, I think I think look, there's still nine games to go. Um, but they're behind. No, by a point. It's nine games to go, <laughs> okay. so I'm not going to have that conversation. <laughs> I think. Okay. I think it's still. I'll it's still answer there. the question. Okay, he's scared. I'll answer <laughs> I'm not scared. I'm not scared. I'll answer the question. No, I'm not scared. Right. I'm saying that that you're being, you know, you're 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 being uh, how would I put it? You're jumping the gun. Here's, here's the thing, right? And my, you know, Man United are a sleeping giant okay. and they're, they're rising again. Okay, so that window for Liverpool to win it is going to get thinner and thinner if they don't win it this year. Because, you know, if you liked it twice, you'll probably want to do it thrice. Yeah. Man City are going to, Pep's going to sit there and think, you know what, I haven't won three league titles in a row, probably since three Pete, you know, back to Barcelona mm. days, right? So why not, you know, do it now? Let's go all in next year. And Chelsea, you know, I don't think Roman Abramovich is going to sit there for long, you know. And, 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 and if they get to the Champions yeah. League, they might think, ah, we dodged the bullet. Let's start again. Mm. We got, we're in a transfer ban. We're going to keep Hazard and so forth. So they might regroup, okay? And then you're looking at Manchester United, like I said, mm. they will regroup. So Liverpool are then going to be forced to either do a, a, a Man City and spend 200 plus million, but then you still have the same coach and the same demons to exercise. So I'm not sure if they don't win it mm. this year, if, they, you know, in the next three to we're five winning, years, We're winning the title this year, so don't, don't, even, don't even think about <laughs> it. Right, you heard don't it. even think about it. We're winning the title this so, year. Please can we save this clip? Right? We're, we're, no, we're going to save it, it because you need, uh, what, Liverpool needs some help from a certain no, team called Manchester United. No, we don't, we don't need help from, from anyone. We will win it. Man City won't, won't win all the games. Trust they won't. Me. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it. We bro. might not win all. Yes, we might not win all, but at the end of the season, Liverpool will be on top of Man, Man City. Just watch out. Mm, mm, mm. Those are fighting words. They're fighting words. Gentlemen, the top four. So you've got Liverpool, you've got um, Manchester Man City. City who are fighting it out. Are you guys revising your top four uh, picks? Can I tell you something? Because you, know, you had we, Chelsea back in a couple of weeks ago. Well, well remember, Chelsea was have a game in hand, guys, right? So, mm. um, 
who knows what's going to happen? And I think, you know, the, the interesting thing with Chelsea, why they're becoming an anomaly, is that one week they'll put four, next week they'll concede five. You know, so, you know, I, I, I'm not quite sure what we're going to get from Chelsea anymore. But, and then they turn up in the, you know, Carabao Cup final and they play quite well. So they seem to be an interesting mix. Like, you know, they've got really like a, a roller coaster ride. And, you know, I, I think Chelsea still have enough you know, in the tank to get into the top four, maybe fourth place. But that third place is now what we need to talk about because Tottenham are doing a good job at yeah. making that spot open. Because mm. I remember Tottenham, I, I was looking I'm like, oh my gosh, Tottenham are 10 points ahead of Arsenal. This is crazy. And, you know, had uh, VAR been in play, there would have been one <laughs> point, right, uh, ahead of Arsenal. Yeah. So now even three. that position uh, I mean, you know, is, um, is still open. So, yeah, you know, there's, 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 there's always there's always this Tottenham Day uh, <laughs> challenge between Arsenal and, and Tottenham. I have a feeling that that Arsenal um, might finish third this season. Oh, that's very kind of you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Mikael. I appreciate. <laughs> no, that. seriously, I, I have a, I, I I thought they were they were hard, hard done by last last week, and and I I Tottenham look they they win one week, they didn't deserve to to tell you how unfair it was mm. for the first time this season they got a draw. And, and that's saying something that it was a game they were supposed to lose. Um, for Pomey and push that yeah, away. Yeah. I think I think um it'll be it'll be Liverpool, Man City, Arsenal and Tottenham. Oh, so that, Chelsea and United out. No. Mm. Oh, I'll take that. Mm. I'll take okay. that. Okay. But speaking of United who are currently on a, on, on a bit of a run, they've got uh, PSG in um out. on on Wednesday. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I, I listen to Ryan Giggs. Yeah, yeah. uh, Ole says it's, that, that old feeling is back. Yeah, no. What old feeling? Is he going to put on the kit and score two goals uh, in the last two minutes? Mbappe what, what's he is about? in the form of his life. Mm. And, and at home, PSG, they, they're cool now. They had injuries and everything to worry about. They've adjusted their play. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think they'll, they'll, they'll take United out. Well, let me put it to you this way, okay? If Crystal Palace can travel to Old Trafford and put two, okay, best believe PSG at home are not going to score. The, the, you're not going to shut them up. Like, let's just get that clear, okay? Mm. So that United defense didn't leave much. Um, <laughs> it didn't make me feel that, you know, they could go to Paris and, you know, shut out PSG and hope for Lukaku. PSG, PSG, PSG are different. They're very different so at home. They're very that's not going to happen. So for me, the way I see it is that, you know, they could edge out a draw. And I think Solskjaer is probably going to look at the situation. Well, let me put it to you this way. Fergie has probably told him, look. <laughs> He's um, proxy. There's not much to do right now. You're 2-0 down and you're playing uh, PSG at home. Shut it down. McTominay will captain. Uh, Valencia back in the team. You can put uh, Sergio Romero in goal and whoever. And, you know, take the hit in the Champions League. Let's focus on the FA Cup and let's focus on the Premier League. Because as of now, you're out of the Champions League. Hmm. So I don't think United... I mean, they also have injuries. So they definitely won't play a full-strength squad. So I don't think they'll go there with invested interest in trying to win that game. I think it will more of just getting minutes on the guy's belt and just calling it a season. Say, thank you, we're done the Champions League. And then now focus on trying to get back to the Champions League next season and possibly winning the FA Cup. Hmm. So uh, this is a bit of a shortened episode. FA Cup... Are you saying Manchester United are winning that? I'm not saying they're winning it. I'm saying I think they're going to put all the um, eggs in trying to winning the FA Cup because there's at least a season to salvage for okay. them, right? As dismal as it's been. So I think they're going to go and try to win the FA Cup. And 
can you believe it? They're actually going to go try go for fourth place. This, this position that they've been knocking us for the last 10 yeah. years, making it seem like, oh, all you guys care about is fourth. This year, that's exactly what they're going to have to do. Jamaica? Mm. Well, I, I think, um, yeah, the FA Cup might be Man United's uh, holy grail this season. That's not all they're uh, posturing for top four and, and Champions League. Uh, I think that the FA Cup might be like an outlet for them. Well, uh, FA Cup or not, Pitch Invasion will be back next week with a full-strength squad. Ola's on his way. Emeka's on his way. Check you out on episode 29. Guys, thanks for being here. Cheers, Thank everybody. you very much. And um, let's see what happens. <laughs> Pitch Invasion is the podcast for football tribalists. To contribute to the show, pose a topic of debate, or just complain about your favorite team. Send us a WhatsApp voice note on plus two seven six zero nine two one six nine seven seven. That's plus two seven six zero nine two one six nine seven seven. Or send us a text message starting with hashtag pitch invasion. Remember to follow the Pitch Invasion podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username Pitch Invaded.